I'm Peggy Hames, and welcome to the Strugglers, Stragglers, and Seekers podcast. Now, some of you may recognize that name. That's the name of my daily devotional book that I published a few years ago. Like most of my books, I could not come up with the title until I was about halfway through it. I mean, what do you call it? Daily devotions, God's word for the day, Uh, none of that grabbed me. And then I finally hit upon strugglers, stragglers, and seekers because that's who they were written for. Well, Tom has proved my choice correct because every time someone gets introduced to that book, whether they see it at a, a meeting where I'm exhibiting, whether they come across it and they're just looking at it, they point to that title and they say, yeah, that's me. That's me. And you know what? I think it's probably most of us, at least some of the time, at least if we're honest about it. You know, just last week, I got an email from a reader in the United Kingdom who said of the book, I am all of those things, but on days when God feels far or I'm too exhausted to pursue faith, your devotions never fail to touch that place where God dwells. They comfort, encourage, and challenge, but never condemn or make me feel more guilt or shame. Now, I share that because that was so meaningful to me because that was exactly what I wanted to do with this book. And I share it with you now because it's exactly what I want to do with this podcast. And it's the reason that I've given it the same name, Strugglers, Stragglers, and seekers. So for a long time, I have been fascinated by and interested in podcasts, and I have loved doing podcasts. But here's the problem is I couldn't quite focus on the right one. I'd start a podcast and get rolling, and then, well, let's just say The podcast universe is littered with a few of my podcasts that have come to the end of their natural lives. I was trying to figure out what in the world to make of this podcast and what to call it and how to shape it. And I finally realized that it was right there in front of me. Strugglers, stragglers, and seekers. Now, I don't mean that I'm going to read that devotional book to you. What I do mean is that that's pretty much the spirit that drives this podcast. This podcast is for people with frayed faith. Now, it may be frayed because you have been holding on to it for so long and through so much that it is threadbare. Or it may be frayed because... The stuff that life brings to us keeps pulling threads out of that faith and the things you thought were certain, well, they're not quite there anymore. And you got something, but you're not quite sure of what it is. It's, this podcast is for people who have lived a lifetime of faith and people who have never gotten close to Christian faith, but are just kind of a little bit interested in it. It's for people who 
feel a little bit awkward when it comes to all this church and faith stuff because you have never really fit in. It's like you've always been just a little out of sync with everybody else. It's for people who feel betrayed or who have been betrayed by church or by people calling themselves Christian, people who have been deeply hurt in the name of God, whether it is spiritually, emotionally, physically, sexually, or all of the above. For many years, I served on staff of a workshop called Safe Harbors, and it was a workshop for adults who'd been abused as kids. One of the reasons that they really wanted me on that staff was because I was a minister. And we had so many participants who had been abused in some way by ministers or by people in the church. And they wanted me there not to straighten these people out, but to be able to listen to them to hold the space where they could say whatever they needed to say and they could be heard. This podcast is for people who have been let down or cast out. And it's also for the people who are always at the center of things, whether in in your church or your Bible study or your book group. It's for the people who have lived great lives, uneventful in all the best ways. And yet, somehow they keep hearing a calling to something deeper, something even more authentic to something else. And it's for people who cannot imagine living an uneventful life because they have had way too many terrible and horrible events. So in a word, this podcast is for all of you strugglers, stragglers, and seekers, and I very much count myself in that company. So in this introduction, let me give you a word about who I am and how I got here and why I'm doing this. Now, I still have the white New Testament with whisper-thin pages that was given to me when I was presented on the cradle roll as a baby. And it is about as useless of a Bible for a child as you can imagine. It's one of those kind of decorative Bibles, not really intended to be read. You know, we were at church on every Sunday. We were a church-going family, and... When I think back on it, I cannot remember anything about my children's Sunday school classes. I don't really remember any of the Bible stories. What I do remember are the little butter cookies that were shaped like daisies that you could had a hole in the middle so you could stick your finger through it and nibble around the edges. Or maybe I was the only one who did that. And the, the tiny little Dixie cups full of apple juice and the way my teachers loved me and were always so happy to see me. We were there every Sunday sitting in our regular pew, which was about two-thirds of the way back. A lot of times we were there on Friday nights, skating in the gym. That's where I learned to roller skate. 
going in circles around and around that gym between my dad's steady feet. Good times. As a teenager in the 70s, I sang in the youth choir and I went on retreats. And it was about that time when I was in like seventh grade, I was in junior high. And I started feeling this nudging, like God might be calling me to ministry. And I remember we were at a, uh, a youth conference and that night after devotions, I asked to talk to our youth minister. And I remember asking him, saying this really incredible, incredulous thing of, Mr. B, do you think God could be calling me to ministry? And to my utter surprise, he didn't laugh at me and he didn't dismiss it. And we talked some about it and I had no idea of what I wanted to do, which is like still the case. But he said, let's keep talking about it. And we did. And it was three or four years later when I shared this this feeling, this awareness with my church, and they embraced me. They were, they were so full of blessing for me. Now, I know some of you hearing this didn't get the gift of that blessing. I had far too many seminary classmates, my women classmates, who when they shared their sense of calling with the churches that had raised them and baptized them, their church said, no, not you, not a woman. And it was horribly painful. And I know others of you didn't get that blessing in other ways of having people who just so loved you completely. I was talking with someone one day and when they found out I'd grown up as a Baptist, they said, when did they first tell you that you were bad? Well, the really good news is the answer to that was never. Those people, they told me that I was good and that I was beloved by God and by them. And they told me that God, like God did with every single one of us, God gave me gifts and God wanted me to use those gifts for the sake of God's kingdom. And even as a high school student, they started giving me opportunities to do just that. When I was baptized as a 10 or 11 year old, it wasn't some big dramatic conversion. It was like the most natural thing ever. It was like I just I'd gotten to the point of, I need to let these other people in on what has been true for me for most of my life. And the way I could conceptualize it was that I really love to sing. And I love singing at school. We, we had the best time in music classes singing. But singing at school was, it was different than when I sang at church. And when I sang at church, there was this joy that I didn't feel at school. That's what it was about for me. It was about the joy. About this time I went to uh, another summer camp, week long, I guess it was a week long summer camp. And they gave this award in each cabin, the, the Joy in Jesus Award. Now I, I didn't get a medal, I don't think I got a trophy, I don't know what the swag was with that. 
and I realize I'm probably violating every spirit of that award by telling you about it. But I tell you because for me it was so indicative of what this experience of faith was all about for me and following Jesus was all about for me. Now, in addition to being a minister, I'm also a, uh, a licensed counselor, and I will bring some of that into this podcast as well, because sometimes the biggest block to being able to take in God's grace is the voice of that bully who lives rent-free in your head, beating you up day in, day out. Or maybe what keeps you from hearing your own blessing is that that covering of shame that you wear all of the time because you, you think you're not okay because you're not perfect or because you've been hurt or because someone told you, someone did tell you that you were bad and that was pretty much the end of the story. You see, we, we cannot separate out our souls and our hearts and our minds, they are all bound together. And sometimes what has to happen for grace to get in is there has to be some healing first. I keep coming back to that joy. This, this passion for trying to follow Jesus. And I got to tell you, there have been a lot of days when I have not done such a great job of it as there will be ahead. But I keep coming back to it. I, I cannot get away from it. I, I believe that the spiritual life matters. And community where we are accepted and blessed, that matters. And not putting people into little bitty boxes, that matters. And not putting God into a little bitty box, that matters too. Blessing matters. Joy matters. Being loved matters. All of that matters. And that's why we are going to talk about all of it here. You know, I think if we're honest, we are all at some point strugglers, stragglers, and seekers. And God loves us anyway. I'll see you next week.